Good morning and welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. We're only a few days away here from Valentine's Day, and it's all about love. And although there's a lot of great buzz in the air, people are you know, handing out Valentine's Day cards with their kids in school, you're buying special presents for your loved ones and the significant other in your life, today we're talking all about God's love. And it came to my mind as I was traveling lately, interacting with a number of different people, having many different encounters and only a week or so away from going on mission to Mexico City once again. I was out on the street last night in Schenectady doing street ministry, and it was really important, the uh, impactful things that I was hearing from a person that I was walking the street with. And it just came to my mind that it's so important, it's so vital and crucial, critical in each and every one of our lives to understand the love that God has for us. Love is something that every single human being needs. And certainly there are all different kinds of love. But when we think about God's love for us, when we look at the cross, when we think about what he did coming down in the form of a human being taking on our own image and likeness because we were truly made in the image and likeness of God, it really is profound. It will blow you away when you recall that God in his infinite power and might and his majesty and his all-knowing prominence up there in the thrones of heaven the creator of heaven and earth was able to humble himself enough to take the form of a little baby, a child. Just a couple months ago, we celebrated Christmas, the beautiful nativity, the issuing in of the reign of the kingdom of God, this beautiful experience that we are able to continue to reflect upon as it transforms our lives because today we're unpacking the love of God that he has for every single person on this earth And that's something that is important for us to recall day after day. You know, we get so busy in our life, things happen at an amazing speed. And sometimes it's really incredibly hard and difficult to take a step back and to reflect. Not only to reflect on the things that have happened that are good in our life over the past couple months to start out 2022, but also reflect upon the hard things that have taken place as well. The dis trust that has gained because of things that have not gone our way sometimes inhibits us from understanding or receiving that love that God has. There are many opportunities for us to share in that love with other people, but it can be really challenging when things don't go our way or life sideswipes us, when experiences and circumstances turn away and things go from really good to really bad in a millisecond. Oftentimes in my own life, I kind of have to look back at the fabric of things, to look back at life as a whole, going back as far as I possibly can and experiencing those over in my mind. You know, I was reading this morning from Romans 12 too, and it says, do not be conformed by the pattern of this world, but be transformed with the renewal of your mind. And it certainly does start with our mindset. It starts with what are we paying most attention to? Where are our thoughts going? Because ultimately, our thoughts are going to be connected with our heart. And as we know, our heart and our thoughts then will reshape how we act and react, how we interact in this world with one another and in relationship to the Lord. Today, this day, as we're celebrating the love of God, I want you to think about the people in your own life who love you the most. 
I want you to call to mind right now those people who you know would be there for you at a moment's notice that are there when it comes to growing your spirituality, people who are invested in you fully, those who want to celebrate your successes, but also are there to pick you up in times of defeat. Love has no bounds. It's truly unconditional. That's hard for us as human beings to conceptualize because oftentimes love that people receive and give in this world does have condition. There are things that are expected of us or for us or even by us when we're interacting and reacting with people in our lives. Whether it be those that we're engaging in conversation with, those that we work with, those that are in our family or inner circles, and even our best of friends. But the love of God has no bounds. There's no limitation on it. And that's something for us to truly consider today as we're thinking about Valentine's Day. Not in this holiday that's you know full of presents and gifts, full of cards. All that stuff is good to build other people up. But we're talking about the rawness, the true love that Jesus had for each and every one of us. Not only with him and the ultimate act and sacrifice of love by dying on the cross, we're going to celebrate that in a couple months when we issue in the season of Easter, when we think about what God did for us. But just in the everyday circumstances of our lives, he's journeying with us and wants to be on that journey with us too. You know, in John three sixteen, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. He wants this for every single person. Oftentimes, we become inundated in our own mindsets, our own thoughts, in negativity that can help us and lead us to spiral out of control. It actually doesn't help us at all because we get latched onto the things that are discomfort. But understand and realize, if you're going through something difficult today, God wants to see it through. He wants to see you to have that 180, that turnaround. And if you're in there with him, in the suffering, it's actually the surest and quickest way for us to grow closer to the Lord in love because that's what he did. He sacrificed for us. And when we look at Jesus on the cross, when we look at the nails in his hands and in his feet, when we see the blood that's pouring out of his side, we understand that that was a gift, a gift given to us because of great love. Love of the Father and love of the Son as well as the spirit that dwells within us today, the faith that leads us through and helps us to triumph over all things, especially the evil in this world. As we continue to journey on together in 2022, this is especially important for us to recall day after day. Why? Because God's love is greater than any hardship we might face. His love is greater than any sin that we might struggle with. His love is greater than any obstacle that might be in our way. But we first have to believe that. If you believe it, then you will receive it. But if you don't, it won't happen. Why? Because we won't believe. We don't have that trust. We don't have that faith. We're not willing to take that step further. And so oftentimes, God calls us in our lives to go further, to go deeper, to go with him on this journey, and to understand we never do this alone. Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast by EF3 Life. I'm your host, Dan Jason. 
At EF3 Life, we're committed to empowering people in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Positivity and having a growth mindset is what we're about. Every day, we have the opportunity to better ourselves and our world. Be sure to visit EF3Life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life. There's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest. There are many people that I've met lately that have felt alone. And it's so natural to feel that way, especially during these times of the pandemic, during times of isolation, where even if we're working from home and we're just in front of a computer screen, we need that human connection, that interaction. We need that personal touch. Why? That is just a prime example of how and why Jesus came down from heaven to earth in the form of the Christ, the Son of God, God made flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. Why? To walk with us, to journey with us, to understand and experience human life, to take on the fullness of humanity. So that way he could relate to us. He could understand our troubles and our trials. And then when he ascended to the heavens after he resurrected from the dead, he can then still be with us. And he is every single day in the form of the Spirit the spirit that he gave to us to teach us all things, the Holy Spirit that guides us and walks with us. Are we thinking about the love of God today? Are we understanding that we are loved, that we don't have to do anything to earn God's love? First of all, you can't earn God's love. He already has gifted it to you by giving you life. And even before you were born into this world, he knew you. He formed you in your mother's womb. He counted the hairs on your head and he understood the destiny and the beauty that you would bring to this world that only you could do. Are we believing that today? Are we understanding that today? Do we realize that God has a great plan for each and every one of our lives and he wants it for us? Why? Because he wants the love that flows from him and his son from the Holy Spirit, and from the Blessed Mother. You think about a tender love of a mother, a mother that cares for a child. And Mary is this prime example, as she did that for the infant Jesus, taking on that sacrificial love herself by giving birth to him, the Savior of the world. And then, when he was on the cross, bleeding and giving of himself for the world, for salvation of all souls, Mary was there, right there at the foot of the cross, and Jesus gave him, gave her, I should say, the world. In terms of this is your church, this is your family, take care of them. And she does. She watches over us, intercedes for us, and brings us closer to her son. Why is that important to understand? Because the love of a mother has no bounds. The love of a father in God has no bounds. The love of Jesus Christ has no bounds. And each and every one of us can be drawn closer to the heart of Jesus to have this love. And it starts with having love for oneself. You know, when I think about this, I oftentimes in my life earlier on struggled with self-confidence, self-esteem, had a ton of anxiety, suffered great depression as well. And a lot of that had to do with this feeling of being unloved. And it wasn't anybody's doing in my own family. I came from a tremendously loving family that poured out so much time, energy, and a beauty into my life that shared such great love for me from the time I was born. But what I mean by that is 
I felt unloved in my own heart for myself. I didn't love the way that I looked. I didn't love the way that I was perceived by other people. I didn't love who I saw in the mirror with all my brokenness, with all my baggage, with all the things that I wished would be different. Maybe even those things were circumstantial at the time. But here's the truth, folks. If you don't love yourself, it's going to be really hard to love other people in the way that we're called and asked to do so. And if we're not able to love ourselves or others, it's going to be extra hard for us to trust and to understand the love and depth that God has for us. And even though we might think we understand it when we get to a certain part in our life, when our spirituality becomes renewed, when the graces are flowing from the Heavenly Father, that love that we think we have from God just scratches the surface than the truth and the love that he has, which is boundless. It is infinite love. It is great love. It is crazy love, as Francis Chan wrote in his book, Crazy Love. It's something that when I think about it, it really resonates, not only with myself, but hopefully with you as you listen, because we need to have that love for ourselves first. And I'm not talking about a selfish type of love of just doing whatever I want on my own timeline, not thinking about other people and saying it's always me first. No, I'm talking about looking at yourself in the mirror and looking at yourself and thinking, I am beautiful the way that I was created. I am who God asked me to be. And although I might not be perfect, although there are many things that I want to change and I'm not there yet, I understand that I am loved and I need to love myself because I have a great opportunity. Sometimes you have to take that little pause. A great opportunity because you get one life. And this life is a life worth living. Being at the point and the brink of death numerous times in my own life, even by my own doing, it can sadden you. But at the same time, it can fire you up to understand that you get one life to live. And this life is all about love. It is Black History Month. I mentioned this on the last podcast. And one of my great role models in my life, a very profound, faithful man who did so much to change America in the history of sports, Jackie Robinson, breaking the color barrier. And he did that out of love. And he often said, and it's worth saying again, life means nothing except for the impact we have on other people's lives. Well, if you want to impact someone else's life, it starts with love. But you have to first receive that love, that love for yourself that God gifts to you every morning when your eyes open up, your feet hit the floor, and breath is breathed into your lungs. When you take a step outside and you feel the warm sunshine, you hear the birds chirping, and you understand that this world has so much more to offer than what people say, think, or do from the pressures that are out there or even the negativity that tries to creep into your mind. Love has no bounds and love always wins. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Be right back at it in a moment. Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Make sure to visit ef3life.com for great faith-based books and resources like my latest inspirational work of literature entitled The Saint Next Door, Practicing Heaven by Living Love and Discovering God's Holiness Within. 
A special thanks to Bishop Ed Sharpenberger from the Diocese of Albany for his endorsement and contributions. Check out other books like my bestseller, Fire Burning Within, and more episodes of this podcast as we journey on together to grow closer to the heart of God. For the latest updates, follow us on social media at EF3Life. And as always, keep living life to the fullest. Welcome back to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. Excited for you to be with us today as we're talking about love. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. We're discussing the love of God, love for oneself, and love for our neighbor. If there's one thing that will exist, if there's one thing that will remain and last forever, it is love. St. Paul writes about that in the New Testament so often. He talks about, if I do not have love, then I'm a resounding gong and a clashing symbol, and everything is for nothing. Even if I have sacrifice and I'm willing to give good gifts and I'm willing to lay down everything, if I don't have love, it means nothing. So oftentimes we think about in our life, philosophically, and also just spiritually and faithfully, what is love? Can we quantify it? Can we put our thumb on it and does it resonate with us? Yes, it does, because the human spirit is really built on love. If you take love away, the soul has a really hard time existing. That is so true. If you think about what Jesus did, about what God did from the creation of the world and all that has happened since then, your life itself is a gift and it is an example of love. You know, see, every single day we have an opportunity to reflect and to notice acts of love that comes in forms of kindness, in generosity, in goodness, in people giving of their time, their treasure, their talent, of seeing beauty happening in the natural world and miracles that are taking place before our very eyes. But if our eyes aren't wide open, if we're not walking by faith, we're going to miss out on all that this life has to offer and all that God wants us to receive. Because yes, it is in giving that we receive, but we first have to receive that love from the Father, that tenderness, that beauty that's going to fill our cup up, that's going to make our soul soar, to make our hearts sing, and then we can go out into the world and we can share that love of Christ because that is what we're called to do. If you're living that way, my brothers and sisters, if you're receiving it today, if you go out there and you share that grace, that love of God, it's going to transform not only your life, but the lives of those that you encounter. Every single time we interact with a person, we can choose love. That so often comes in the form of humility. It comes in the form of patience. It comes in the form of lowering ourselves and swallowing our pride, inviting our lips sometimes. And sometimes it comes in the form of speaking up and saying something that's really hard, but really truthful because we need to say something to someone who has to hear that message so they don't get hurt. So their life is kicked into gear. But you won't know how to do that unless you yourself have received that love from God. So how do we receive that love from God? 
Well, I would certainly say by getting into the scripture on a daily basis, by reading and hearing what God has to say to us. The scriptures, especially in the New Testament, is his love letter to us. St. Paul writes about it all throughout the New Testament. In the gospel message, Jesus is showing acts of love and teaching the disciples, the apostles, the followers, those that are there with him traveling along the road to show and share love. Because that's what it's about. And this love is that journey all the way to the cross. That's the fullness. And that fullness is certainly completed in the resurrection. Because death has no power over us. And life, life is about love. And we think about children coming into the world. We think about the truth of beauty and grace of life. That is all because of love, of two people who loved. So when we look back and we see the journey to and through the cross up to the resurrection, that is where love exists. That is where we can look at and reflect upon and see how is that impacting our lives. But it's hard. Yes, I understand it's hard. It's difficult when we're down in the trenches, when we're feeling down and out, when we're feeling like, where is my life going? It might be spiraling out of control. These negative thoughts are creeping into my mind. I'm taken over by the things that are happening and I feel just so overwhelmed by life itself, which is going 100 miles an hour. How do we step back and remind ourselves we are loved? Start with the things that you're passionate about in life, the things that bring you joy, that bring you happiness, the people, the people. And that is what community, that is what church is all about. That is why it's so crucial for us to get plugged in to a community, a family of believers that can remind us daily that we are loved, that we matter, and that we are loved just as we are. See, brothers and sisters, we're all on this journey, but we're all different parts of the journey, and that's perfectly okay. And as I had talked about in my book, The Saint Next Door, we're perfectly imperfect. We have to understand that no matter how hard we try, no matter how hard we desire to do certain things, we're going to have struggles in this life. Things aren't going to go the way that we had wanted, and we might not even get to where we ultimately hope to be. But here's the thing. God's grace is so good. His love is so good. He's going to, going to pour into our cup an overflowing abundance. But we have to trust him, especially in the trenches, in the ditches of life, in the valley moments when we're full of despair. It's kind of like those, the Israelites, who are in Egypt and they're plagued with slavery for 400 years. Could you imagine that? They probably were not thinking about God's love too much when they're enslaved for all of that time. But then when they're journeying out and the parting of the Red Sea happens and this miracle takes place, they feel that love again and they're entering into the promised land. Right now, maybe you're having that experience in your life. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed. Maybe you're feeling like the floodwaters are coming in or that you're in a desert of defeat because you don't feel that faith. You don't feel that prayer when you lift it up to the Lord. Stay in there a little longer. Understand that you are loved, that you are his. And he is yours. That's it. God is yours. Why? Because he is your father. He's a good, good father. And he wants what's good for you. He created us and formed us in our mother's womb. This is so important for us to understand that love exists. You don't have to go too far. If you spend some time with a little child, you could see and feel God's love. The warmth of their hand holding yours when you walk down the street. The smile that a little baby gives you when you make them laugh. 
holding them in your arms. They're probably the closest thing to heaven, just being a little bit removed. And here's the thing. Every day is a battle. But every day can also be an ability for us to grow closer to the Lord. He asks us to take that step of faith to receive his love and to recall over and over and over again, you are loved, I am yours, and you are mine. There are so many examples of God's love in the word, and that's why it's important for us to get into the Bible each and every day. When we look at the Gospels and the things that Jesus shows us, the parables he teaches us, the examples of those who, the disciples, when they go and they lower the man on the mat through the roof so that he could be in the presence of the Lord. I mean, that takes a lot of effort to pick up a paralyzed person to use a rope, to go up onto the roof, to lower him down through all these hundreds of people in this great crowd. Well, that was love. And God reminds us, greater love has no than this, than to lay down your life for one's friends. See, Jesus did it for each and every one of us. Hopefully, when we reflect upon our own lives and where our journey is headed, we can call to mind, as I mentioned before, the people that love us the most and the people that we love the most. Why is that so critical? Because we have to fuel that fire. We have to understand that the people who are going to build us up, who are going to help us on our way, who are going to be there for us and with us, not only in this physical world, but also in prayer, in spirituality, in challenging us to grow and to get all the most potential out of us. Those are the people that are going to be there and to encounter the world and to encounter Christ with us so that way we not only feel loved, where we can take that love and we can share it with others. Because when you receive God's love, when you receive his grace, when you feel the power, when the Holy Spirit is flowing from within you, you then are willing and able to share it with those you encounter in the world. And when you share it with those in the world, their life changes. Things are different. You can't have an encounter with somebody and share love and them and you not be changed. That's why sometimes it's so often important for us to take a step out of our comfort zone, to do something that we might have thought would be nearly impossible for us because we were uncomfortable doing it. It's the reason why inviting other people on mission, which I'm going to do next week, to experience God's love with the poorest of the poor, with those who are on the fringes of society, on the margins, in the city dump of Mexico City, where over 1,000 people live and work. This is an opportunity for us daily, though, my brothers and sisters, to go out there into the world and wherever you are to make it your mission field. Because love matters. God's love is raw. It's true and it's beautiful for every person. And remember, you don't have to change the way you are. God will change us and transform us from the inside out. It's not up to us to go up to somebody and to tell them they need to change or to say that they need help. No, it's up for us to go and to share God's love, His grace, His beauty with them. To understand that sometimes we just need to be that listening ear, that word of encouragement. And so oftentimes, just our presence alone will allow them to understand that they matter. To build people up. To help them realize that they are loved, to invite them to come with you to church, to a Bible study, to a service project, to your home, around the neighborhood, to an event. An outstretched arm, 
an invitation. Those things can go such a long way. Loneliness is one of the things that people battle, especially during this time. It then creeps into a spiraling of negative thoughts, into depression, and then sometimes even suicidal tendencies. That's so sad. It's reality. Many people have been down that road before. I myself earlier on in my life have it as well. That's why it's so important if you see somebody who needs help, before they get to that point, be that outstretched arm. Shoot them a text. Call them up. Conversate with them. Go and visit them. Jesus talks about this all the time. In Matthew 25, 40, how are they going to know when they get to the Lord and the gates of heaven? How will we be judged? It's really by love. When I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me a drink. When I was naked, you gave me clothing. Ill, you cared for me. In prison, you visited me. All of these ways that we can share God's love. Acts of service, absolutely. But sometimes our very presence will be that factor in someone's life that can change the whole scope of things. Giving someone a chance. Being that person that really sees, not only on the outside, but looks with the eyes of the heart. And that's what God does. Because he looks past all of our sinfulness, all of our flaws, all of our insufficiencies, all of our mistakes, all the things that have taken place in the past. And he sees the beauty, the potential. He understands that love is what it's about. He wants to have relationship with us. He thirsts for us. Mother Teresa, in her book, Come Be My Light, talks about this so often, that the thirst of Christ for our hearts is so deep. And she mentions that even if one small thing was like a drop in the ocean, how less would that ocean be without that single drop? And what that calls to mind is the things that we do, how we react, what we receive on a daily basis, the little things add up. The acts of generosity and reflecting upon our life on a daily basis, the things that have happened to us and for us that are in our favor, the gifts that have come down from heaven by the Father to us today, throughout this week and throughout this year, they all matter. And they build us up from the inside out. And before you know it, we're like the woman at the well who went there thirsty for a drink. Because Jesus thirsts for you in your heart. He wants you to come to him with everything that you are. No matter where you are at in this life, no matter what your life looks like, it might be a complete mess. That doesn't matter. But the only thing that matters is he wants to love you. And his heart is so big for you. And God wants you to be his child because you were born as a child of God. Come to him, all you who are laboring. And he will give you rest. The woman at the well went there thirsting, looking for water to drink. She left with an abundance of grace and mercy, feeling loved in her heart. Not judged, but actually loved, cared for. You are my daughter. You are my son. You are a beloved child in the eyes of the Heavenly Father. Today, this day, Call to mind the people in your life who you love the most, who you share this journey with. Tell them you love them. Write a beautiful note to them and share your heart with them because you never could tell somebody enough times you love them, especially with authenticity and genuineness. 
And then take some time. Go to a quiet place. Go to a chapel or a church. Go to a room. Close the door. Open up the Word of God. Prayerfully reflect. Call to mind the beauty, the things that have happened in your life, how God has taken you from one circumstance or a difficult situation. He's turned it around. Or if you're in the trenches, if you're in those tough situations right now, ask Him for His help. Ask Him to love you. Ask Him to take your heart. Today is the day. Every day is the day to receive and to give that love. Because where love remains, where love abounds, grace is there. Mercy is there. Truth is there. Justice is there. Peace is there. Joy is there. And when, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And with that joy, Christ can resound in your heart. You can receive Him today. And then you can share Him with the world. There's no greater gift than bringing someone else on this journey with us. And as difficult as it is to give that invitation, to share that love, because it will transform their lives today and it will open up the opportunity for God's grace to flow in their hearts and to give them the joys of eternal life. It all comes down to what we're rooted in. Now, I love this scripture, Ephesians 3.17, which says, May you be rooted deep in love and found securely on love. Are we rooting ourselves in the love of God? We know that in Corinthians it says, Love is patient, love is kind. It is not pompous or inflated. It does not rejoice with evil, but rejoices with the truth. It hopes all things, lasts all things. Love believes all things. Faith, hope, love remain these three, but the greatest of these is love. Certainly love never fails. There are many possessions, things that we might say we love in this world, in this lifetime, but understand that no matter what, God's love is the thing that will fulfill us and everything else will just keep us searching. That's oftentimes where we try to, you know, fill that void of love with material goods or with things or chasing down different experiences. Now, a lot of those times, those things can be good. However, if we don't have God's love, then we'll really remain empty. When God's love fills our hearts, all those experiences, opportunities, those travels, those new things that come our way will just be enriched, will be enhanced, and will become even more beautiful because God's love enhances it all. And he allows us to experience it in the way that he has intended it to be. And here's the thing, my brothers and sisters. It's important for us, for you and I, to remain in him. He says, remain in me and I'll remain in you. He sustains us. His love sustains us. Love doesn't fail. And love always wins. Keep that in your heart this day. Keep that in your heart this week. Help yourself and those that you encounter to understand that God's love will always remain and his love is eternal. So the challenge here as Valentine's Day is approaching is for you to do these three things. The first is to do something to love yourself. Enjoy an opportunity or an experience that will bring you some happiness and some self-love, some self-care. Number two, do something for someone else. Go out there and do an act of service, a random act of kindness. You know, Help someone else out in your family, your inner circle, or even a complete stranger so that way you're sharing God's love with them. And then number three, receive God's love by putting yourself in the opportunity 
opportunity in the presence of the Lord, whether that be at Mass or at church, by going a little bit early, by listening to the Lord in prayer, and also by opening up His Word and reading the Scriptures about love. If you do those three things, you're going to continue to build upon the relationship you have with God, the community that you have with one another, and you're going to feel that self-love so that way you can go out into the world and you can share the love of Christ with each and every person. Closing, I would just say, allow love to be your guide. Allow love to be the anthem that you live by and you live for. Love yourself a little bit more. Share your love that God has put in your heart with other people and receive his love today and every day because love will transform your life, will last this lifetime, and will lead us to the exceptional, beautiful, and perfect gift of love, which is eternal life with our Lord in heaven above. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for coming to our lives. We thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, the ultimate sacrificial gift of love. The invitation is out there for every person today to receive you, Father, to understand your love, to understand that they are beautiful, a child of God, that you care for them deeply, that you thirst for their hearts, that you want them to come to you just as they are. We ask the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of Christ, the Mother of God, to bring us closer to her Son today. And that, God, you fill us with your Holy Spirit so we can go out into the world and to share your love with every person we encounter. God bless you. Have a great day. And as always, keep living life to the fullest. For EF3 Life, I'm your host, Dan Jason. This has been an episode of the Life to the Fullest podcast. Continue to check out more episodes, my books like Fire Burning Within, and other resources by visiting ef3life.com. And make sure to follow me on social media at ef3life. As Jesus himself said, I came so that they might have life and have it to the full. Keep crushing it out there and know that there's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest.